Hello, and welcome to episode three of the TLF Gems podcast, a podcast from TLF Research on customer experience and insight. I'm Stephen Hampshire. And I'm Greg Roche. And one of the things that we're going to talk about today is our top 10 list of world-class traits that people do to deliver world-class customer satisfaction. And we're going to focus on number one today. And we put it at the top of the list because not necessarily it's the most important one, but we can have a bit of a debate about that. It's senior management commitment. I, I was going to say, I think it may be the most important oh. one in some ways. And it's, it's an interest. well, we could, I'll probably say each of them is the most important to get to. <laughs> I'm going to count them. I'm going to count them, Stephen. But I think, um, and for me, you, you just won't get real change unless you have senior management commitment. Um, and I guess we could argue you probably need all 10 of the things on the list in order to get real change. But, but I, I think a lot of it starts with senior management commitment. Um, and I guess you could argue that you know, you, you've got, presumably, if you're trying to improve customer satisfaction, a customer satisfaction survey in place. And, and you know, almost everyone does nowadays, um, probably more than one. But do, you know, is that enough on its own? Does that indicate that you have senior management commitment to the idea of customer satisfaction because they're spending you know, a few tens or hundreds of thousands of pounds a year on it? I remember one of the first stories when I went into a large financial institution and the person said, we're really customer centric. We have over 10,000 customer comments a month. And I said, and what do you do with them? Well, we have over 10,000 comments a month. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with them? We have over 10,000 comments a month. It's a a start. (laughs) When you say senior management commitment, what are we wanting senior managers to to commit? Well, I think that's a really good uh, and interesting point. So I, I think, for me, what it all comes down to, and, and this, this tends to be my uh, answer to almost everything, it, it's about kind of short-term thinking versus long-term thinking. So what I mean by that is I would want senior managers who are willing to prioritise customer satisfaction over next quarter's profit. Um, and not because that's a fluffy and nice thing to do, but because that that is what's going to make us the most financially successful business in two years' time or three years' time or five years' time, as opposed to what's going to make us look good to the city next quarter. Yeah, I think I think the word I, I, I'm thinking of is having a vision, you know, and you know, a lot of people, most organisations, you know, would have a mission statement that, that, that tries to encapsulate that vision. But I think making people see the benefits of doing the right thing over the medium to long term, not making the easy but short term um, um, decision. Um, So I think having commitment to that vision that is often their vision Mm. (laughs) um, is a big part part of that. And I think seeing it through is, is the other part of it. I think there's always some cynics in organisations who are looking to say, hey, it's, you know, it, it's fad of the day, fad of the week, fad of the month. Um, but I, I think it, it's, the, it's those moments when it's tested, that commitment, um, in, in, in different ways. I think one of the things I was thinking about is, is what's the most difficult thing to throw 
um, or to commit to. And on one level, yeah, that you know, some cost and resource that, that, that we'll talk about in a minute. But I wonder whether time, mm. senior management time, is perhaps the biggest commitment. I think it is. I mean, that it, with senior people, that you know, that is a you know a, a resource that that is invested or not invested in various areas. So it, it's a yeah, that is a commitment. I think also it's it's a signalling behaviour, isn't it? So one of the the key things about you know, getting customer experience, customer satisfaction, whatever you want to call it, further up the agenda is, is, is it on the agenda? How long <laughs> is it on the agenda for? Um, which meetings is it brought up at? How, is, how, does it, how important does it feel compared to other measures that the business might be looking at? You're going to say symbology here, aren't you? I, I'm not because it's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, 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 I completely agree. It's one of those things that... It's the unsaid message that it that you know that it sends. Um, it, you know, if you, I can go back to some manufacturing organisations in the sort of eighties and nineties where you know health and safety mattered, <laughs> so it was the first thing that was talked about on the agenda yeah. because it was or is the most important thing. And I, I, you know, and I think you can really see that in, in agenda, you know, in in, in agendering meetings. And we certainly see it when we turn into boardrooms to do presentations. Mm. You know, how long are we given when you think of the amount of money that's been spent, the amount of time that's been invested? Is it an hour and a half session where they want to know what's and all really coming out in a detailed action plan at the end? Or has it been a busy agenda and can you fit the highlights mm. in in 15, 15 minutes, which, which, which I guess is, is, a time, is a time thing as well. Yeah, and it, it is just an indicator of how important is this to us. Um, we can squeeze the customer satisfaction survey results, but or we need to dive into detail on, you know, why our wastage is slightly up in the southeast region or whatever it is. Um, I think, you know, the, the sort of slightly linked to that idea of time is is it's around the internal comms. What gets talked about? You know, what are the the things formally and informally that get talked about within the business? How often are those things to do with the customer experience? It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a survey score, but how often are customers the talking point as opposed to products and services and processes and internal um, considerations? Yeah, I, we, we're probably not going to go into lots of cultural things here, but I think it is all culturally, it's all culture in one way. But I think a really good way of thinking about things is... What is it that you would have to do to make your senior management happy? If you were going to go into the most senior person's office and say, hey, I've just done this. What is it that this has to be for them to say, great, that's really good? Mm. Is it saving money? Is it winning a sale? Is it putting in a new process? Is it making a customer happy? Mm. Which, of, which of those one things would really get your senior management High five in your. We don't high five at TLF Research. It's not our style. I I think it's a really good point, that Greg, and I think it's you know it gets it gets us into slightly the territory of you know what's bonus, what's rewarded, and what it, even what's measured. What are the targets around? One of my favourite things about the Enterprise Rent-A-Car case study from from the kind of midnight mid to yeah. late nineties is the idea that you had to be average or better in terms of customer satisfaction, in order to be eligible for promotion and to get bonuses and all those sorts of things. I love it, the story about the top salesman who didn't get promoted because mm. he was below average. 
the symbology of that, that's the second time I got the word in, the symbology of that I just think is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. It sends a very clear message. It isn't just about sales. Yes, sales are important. Yes, the more you can sell, the better, but not at the cost of customer satisfaction. And I think that's, that's a very powerful message to send out. Yeah. I think the other bit of senior management commitment that I see isn't, it, it, it's the back end of the process. You know, it's easy to commission a survey, you can throw money at it, you know, and a survey can happen. It's really that back end of, okay, now we've got the results, we're going to change the business because we want our customers to be more satisfied tomorrow, so we've got a better business tomorrow. So I think this does overlap into, you know, a lot of the, the sort of change initiatives. Mm. Um, I think some of the greatest traction that I saw with our clients was in some of the banking sectors when a lot of Six Sigma black belts were involved who are really about changing things and the survey gave them the data to say, hold on, this is great because we want to change this, we want to improve this, we want to reduce waste, we want to do this, we want to do that, and here's numbers which support that mm. that change programme. But I think that vision has got to be one that has change in it and better for the future. I think, I would agree with that. I think one... One thing that I think is really important to, to sort of to show that genuine commitment is for senior managers to kind of embrace it in their own behaviour. It's sort of, you know, being the change they want to see in the business, that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, modelling the right sorts of, of, of attitudes and behaviours. And I remember years ago we had, we had an article um, where there's, a customer, there's quite a senior customer experience director within a you know, big B2C financial services institution. And and what he'd done was was make his personal email address and, and phone number yeah. available to staff, not to give out willy nilly, but to give out at their discretion to customers. Um, and I think that's a really powerful message to say, customers are important enough that I'm I'm you know, when you think is necessary, I'm willing for you to give out my contact details and I'll deal with the customer personally. Um, I'm not too important or too busy to deal with the customer. I think that you know that sacrifice of potentially of his time was a very very powerful message and, and one that I think send, does a lot culturally to say actually customers are really genuinely important to senior people within this business. A similar story at a slightly different level is one of the big um, construction companies that, that that used to be a client of ours where um, complaint handling was was, was was one of the things that they sort of needed to, to, to change and to have a, have a, a more customer-focused process on it. And, and the CEO, what he said at the board meeting, it was divided into four regions, this, 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 this company. And he literally said, I want all complaints going to you guys. And he pointed at the four regional MDs because he didn't want them going in at a low level. He wanted going in at a level where he knew things would happen because people would get fed up of getting the complaints. So they would drive change because they wouldn't want all these phone calls coming in. And you know what? They hated him, but it worked. Mm. It really forced change into that, you know, into that organisation. And there's different ways to, to do it. But I think fundamentally it's about having that commitment to improvement and listening to customers. And sometimes, you know, I, I think you, you start to talk about leadership styles and leadership models, but the most powerful leaders, you know, yes, they have to have action, but I think they're those who know when to listen <laughs> and when to act, not just when to act. And, you know, listening to customers is, 
is a really good starting point. Is a really really good starting point. I think one one quite good acid test for me is you know is a senior manager committed to to customer satisfaction, customer experience. I think one question is would they learn anything if they went on undercover boss. Uh, I think if they would, then they're probably not as committed as they ought to be. Um, they should be spending more time out there in the business, talking to people, talking to customers, uh, and modelling the right kind of attitude towards customers. Having senior managers turn up to focus groups in the consumer yeah. market is always really, really revealing, particularly when they hear a customer say something on a Thursday evening and they say, I don't want that in my business because it becomes more powerful. And you think, hmm, we've been sending you reports for the last two years that yeah. point that out. But seeing and feeling the emotion, the pain, you know, just makes people behave in a different way. You might be convincing me here that perhaps senior management commitment should be at the top of the list. <laughs> there you go. That's just I'll the, work on the rest later. <laughs> yeah, and we can obviously put symbology as a new word into the Oxford English Please dictionary. Don't do that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. You can find us on Twitter at TLF Research or at tlfresearch.com.